before our message for tonight, we'd just like to share a couple things for you. The first is something I got from a fellow pastor up in South Dakota. Are you familiar with the DC comics? Yeah. Mm -hmm. First thing it says this, I hate the term Good Friday. His friend says, why? The next thing, my Lord was hanged on a tree that day. His friend says, if you were going to be hanged on that day and he volunteered to take your place, how would you feel? The third thing, good. Have a nice day. <laughs> <coughs> again to John 18, verse 37. Then Pilate said to him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Jesus' purpose, as we learn in that, is to bear witness to the truth. So Pilate's question is a good one. What is truth? The New Testament encompasses the Greek idea of truth as reality, as well as the Hebraic concepts of faithfulness and reliability. What is the truth? Well, as we look in Scripture, first we see in John chapter 14, just a little earlier in this Gospel, that truth is a person. John 14, 6 says this, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. What is the truth? 
Well, Jesus is the king who has come to reconcile us to God through his death in our place. What's the truth? Jesus came to replace the Torah. He is the word of God made flesh. He has not come to bring us a code of rules to follow. He is the one that we follow. He reveals the character of God much like the Torah did, since he is the image of the invisible God. What is truth? That Jesus came not only to replace the Torah, but to replace the temple, the place where God meets man. Jesus is the high priest and the sacrificial lamb, whose death sets us free from death and has conquered death. When Jesus said, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it again, he was referring to his body, the new temple. What is truth? Truth is that Jesus has come as the true human, under the law, that he might fulfill it perfectly, that he came to live and die and rise again for us, and he came to reveal to us what a true human life looks like, so that we can have someone to follow as we deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow him even unto suffering. What is the truth? I, I'd like you to hear all these next things are going to combine together for one truth that I want you to hear. What is truth? Well, just like Adam and Eve, just like the Israelites at Kadesh Barnea when they had the opportunity to enter the promised land, having sent out the 12 spies, but failed to enter. Just like God's people in the promised land asking for a king to be like all the other nations. Just like Herod seeking to kill the newborn baby. Just like it says earlier in John's Gospel, the true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. Just like the Jewish leaders who said to Pilate, we have no king but Caesar. And just like Pilate himself who asks, what is truth, but shows he doesn't want an answer, through his actions. The truth is that God in the person of Jesus the King is rejected. And he died for us who have rejected him. We who have strayed like sheep, who have believed lies, we've covered this numerous times, but it still happens in our lives. Romans chapter 8, verse 1 says what? Fantastic. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, and yet we believe lies as we continue to offer condemnation about ourselves and others. And we seek life apart from the author of life. We seek it through money or sex or substance or work or performance or something else. Instead of receiving it from the author of life who brings us eternal life. We who have rejected the one true human who lived dependent upon God, as Adam and Eve were supposed to do. We who have rejected the one who loved everyone as an example for us to follow, who grew from the suffering he experienced so that we too might help each other focus upon Jesus and see suffering and relationships anew. We who have rejected the way of the one who has placed us in the body where we can grow together in his mercy and grace and live lives that bear the fruit of his love, to the praise of his grace, and to ultimately glorify him. As you think of those, it really is true that we also are guilty of rejection, isn't it? 
Instead of Psalm 50, verse 15, that says, Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you will honor me. Do you ever find that you'd rather do it yourself than call upon Jesus? Do you ever find that that beautiful passage in 1 Peter 5, verse 7, that says, Cast all your anxiety on me, for I care for you, on him, for he cares for you. Do you ever find yourself not doing that, but doubling down and trying harder, and when that doesn't work, when you go get some medication? Isn't that our culture? Don't we listen to our culture oftentimes more than why do we do that? Why do we turn to our culture, our coping mechanisms, our, our disordered love? Why do we do that? Well, because God's thoughts and ways are not ours, and his timing is not ours. Instead of living, we reject him. Instead of living as purposeful ambassadors for Christ, as those who have been forgiven and made new, we fail to believe the gospel and fail to live with humility and confidence. Humility because we fall short and we have an awesome Savior. Confidence because we're new creations in Christ. But we reject that news. Instead of rejoicing in the truth that his steadfast love is better than life, we despair because of our failures and our suffering. Instead of listening to our, his commands, which are life-giving, we listen to the command of our culture of sinful flesh. Our purposeful King Jesus, his purpose was to live, die, and rise for us so that we might die and rise with him in our baptism and then live now with him as the new creation he has made us to be. What can that look like? Well, it can look like many things. But there's a story I want to share with you of the body of Christ, living the truth of Christ in our midst. Listen to this story. Ever since the first symptoms of ALS appeared, you have surrounded us, and this is written by a woman, let me read this part to you. I received a copy of a letter from a woman who experienced the healing touch of the body of Christ. For seven years, she ministered to her husband. For seven years. She ministered to her husband, a well-known church musician afflicted with ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. He died, and on the first anniversary of his death, the widow sent out a letter of gratitude to her many friends at church. In part, it read like this. Ever since the first symptoms of ALS appeared, you have surrounded us with love and support. You have cheered us with innumerable notes and letters and cards. You visited and phoned, often from faraway places. You brought marvelous food. You ran errands for us and repaired our broken things while yours waited. You shoveled our walks, brought our mail, dumped our trash, and you brought gifts of love to brighten our hours. You doctored and even repaired a tooth right here in our home. You did ingenious things that made life easier for both of us, like the coughing jacket and signal switch that Norm was able to use until the last few days of his life. You shared scripture verses with us, and some of you made it your ministry to pray for those who came to our home regularly to give respiratory treatments. You made him feel like he was still a vital part of the music ministry. And how you prayed, day after day, month after month, even year after year, those prayers buoyed us up, lifted us to the particularly hard places, gave us strength that would have been humanly impossible to have, and helped us to reach out on our own 
for God to be trusted. Someday we'll understand why Norm's perfect healing did not take place here. But we do know that he was with us much longer and in much better condition than, in the, than is the norm for an ALS victim. Love is not a strong enough word to tell you how we feel about you. Does that sound like us? I know it's Good Friday, the somber time, but think for a moment. Does that sound like us? A little bit, right? Do we have room to grow? Yes. Yes, exclamation point. Do you have room to be encouraged as you see some of these things already happening? Yes. Point. The God who died for you, the God who gives you new life, is living and working in our presence, in our midst. But is there still room for us to confess how we oftentimes reject the opportunities he gives us as we live cocooned in our own little worlds? Does God call us to break out of those to love our neighbor well? But lest you think that all rejection is bad, it isn't. Even Jesus engaged in rejection. He rejected the thought of considering himself equal to God and humbled himself. As it says in Philippians 2, Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in the appearance of a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. He rejected the plans of Satan when tempted in the wilderness to distract him away from his purpose to seek and save the lost. He rejected his own will when speaking in the Garden of Gethsemane when he prayed, not my will, but thy will be done. He rejected defending himself during the betrayal, arrest, and trial, silent as a sheep before her shearers is silent choosing instead to entrust himself to the one who judges justly, God the Father. Finally, Jesus rejected self so that he could embrace you and me as the piece of artwork says, remember that piece of artwork I think I've shown you before, where it says, I ask Jesus, how much do you love me? This much, he said, as he stretched out his arms on a cross and died. 